0: It appears we're live. If I could get uh, Chuck in the chat, how we doing? Doing good, we're doing bad. Can you hear me? Can you not hear me? I guess we're going to figure it out. Good morning, Golden Homestead. Good morning to everybody in the chat. Five by five. Thank you, Dragon Keeper. <clears throat> All right. Today is the 30th we're going to do the brief today. We're gonna talk about Neuralink and the debt crisis and a handful of other things uh, going on in the world today and how they affect us. If you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon. If you're not new here, share the show with somebody you love, drop us a comment and a thumbs up. That helps us in the ongoing battle against the YouTube algorithmic robots. For those that are new, This channel is unapologetically for people of deep faith who are interested in business and preparedness and homesteading and world events. Uh, If that's you, welcome. If that's not you, Mosey, I ain't talking to you. All right? Okay, Bear. Cool. Good story, everybody. Bear Independent Brief 30 May 23. It's almost freaking June, y'all. Neuralink has received FDA approval to begin the first clinical studies in humans. <sighs> the goal is to successfully implant chips in the human brain, creating a brain-operated human technology interface. Hey, you're techie. How do you feel about that? No. You don't want that? No. You don't want that? No, you... yeah. Well, so literally my question is, what happens if your brain gets hacked? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like... And then you could go a step further from that. Uh, this this is probably a four-wrap-a-tin-foil question. But if we just implant these chips in a whole bunch of people's brains, did we just create a whole bunch of Manchurian candidates? Like, what happens? right? Like, the North Koreans, they hack a bunch of people's brains, and then because it's an election cycle, they start shooting up malls and schools and stuff that's what i'm saying dude like i'm i'm like no way no way 50 bmg ap rounds for everybody not interested all right so the goal of neuralink is to successfully implant chips in the human brain creating a brain operated human technology interface negative i i'm i'm not for this and we'll get to the deeper reasons why uh in a moment um I saw, dude, I don't remember his name, some gigantic world-renowned techno nerd just called for a six-month pause on the development of artificial intelligence because they, they, being that community of people, are deeply concerned about the implications of unchecked artificial intelligence. And the argument currently is, well, if we stop, China's just going to keep going and they're going to be that much further ahead of us. Uh, so if we have to do warfare with China and they have better human robot hybrids than we do, then we'll win the war. Or then they will win the war and we will lose the war. I'm like, all this mess is just not anything I even want to like contemplate. On the other hand, as my pastor likes to say, compliment the uh, <laughs> compliment the what does he say? The unthinkable. I lost it. Yeah. Contemplate the unthinkable. Something to that. Like, don't be such a push that, oh, I don't like that idea. I'm not even going to think about it. No, we we have to at least process our thoughts on this. I'm just going on record here saying I'm no fan. In the words of the company Neuralink, brain, brain computer interfaces have the potential to change lives for the better. I would also submit for the worst, right because it's just a tool it's like saying the gun on my hip is evil negative it's just a tool how you use it determines whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing continuing the quote we are currently focused on giving people with quadriplegia the ability to control their computers and mobile devices with their thoughts in the future we hope to restore capabilities such as vision motor function and speech by the way um Just so we're all tracking here. Those are all things. Restore the capabilities of vision, motor function, and speech. Read the Gospels. That's what Messiah did. So now we have, yet again, technology trying to imitate the works of God. How interesting. I'm sure it's a coincidence, right? Because the enemy is definitely not an imposter. Just saying. In the future, we hope to restore capabilities such as vision, motor function, and speech and eventually expand how we experience the world, end quote. I'm super comfortable with how I'm currently experiencing the world. I've got uh, four decades of reps and sets on how I currently experience the world. And if I'm being perfectly frank, I don't really go out of my way to experience the world. I'm a little jaded by all the bullshit in the world. So, like, I don't want to have an even even deeper experience with the world if, it, if, it, gosh dang, what are you going to get pop-up ads in your brain every 90 seconds? Like, how's that? We already have ADHD. We're freaking goldfish now. And they're like, do you want to refinance your home mortgage? Like, no, I'm trying to drive. Like, how does that work? Well, the initial aim may be to restore functionality for the physically impaired. The ultimate goal is likely cyborgs. Their website reads, quote, our brain computer interface is fully implantable, cosmetically invisible, and does not designed to let you control a computer or mobile device anywhere you go. I already can. I have two thumbs. I already own a Babylonian rectangle of death. Multiple. Multi, I'm talking to you on one. I got two more sitting right here. There's three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven babylonian oh hold on eight babylonian rectangles of death already within reach i can already control them wherever i go i'm super good thank you now i wanted to clarify something here because a lot of people are going to say something to the effect of this Neuralink is the mark of the beast this is the mark of the beast and i want to be a hundred percent clear on this good morning foe good morning KL. Uh, this is not the mark of the beast. People say things like this when they don't have a firm grasp on what the Bible says. Okay. So first of all, the mark of the beast is something that is taken voluntarily and you will understand the ramifications of taking that mark. Okay. It's not something you'll be tricked into. People will willingly take it in order to be able to buy and sell. So you're not going to get tricked into it. Second. And maybe the most important point here, everybody talks about the mark of the beast. What they miss is in Revelation chapter seven, verse three, that the father has already sealed his people in the forehead. So if you're one of his people, you don't need to be worried about getting tricked into taking the mark of the beast. This is the fi- The mark of the beast is the final separation, the, the final sifting of the wheat and the chaff at the end of an age. Okay. We are not there yet, biblically. We're not in end times. If we're in end times, John exaggerated a whole bunch of shit in the book of Revelation by a lot. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not potentially on the cusp of. But right now, we are not in end times. Nobody has attempted to cut your head off with a machete today because of your belief in Messiah. Okay? So in Revelation 7, verse 3, the father seals all of his people in the forehead first. And then the enemy says, huh, that's a good idea. Maybe I could do that with my people too. And then he does. And Revelation 7 is predicated on the vision in Ezekiel 9. Go read Ezekiel 9. It's incredible. The man in white linen, the capital M, man in white linen. Who is that? That's Mashiach, Messiah. In the Old Testament? Yeah, I know. Deep dive. Got videos on it. Neuralink is not the mark of the beast. Is it scary AF? Yeah. Yeah. The implications of it are scary AF. Could it be used for good? Absolutely. Just like the gun on my hip can be used for good. It's a tool. But if I know anything about humans and humanity and history, it's that we have, we humans have the capacity to pervert what is good for evil intentions. So I'm not 100% on board. I'm about 0% on board with Neuralink. Now, continuing with the brief, Neuralink's work may not be quite as novel as it sounds. Just days ago, media outlets buzzed with excitement as they reported that a 40-year-old man who had been paralyzed for 12 years could once again walk after receiving implants in his brain and spinal cord. Gert Jan Oskum is participating in research and the research team working with him has helped him walk roughly 100 meters or 328 feet in one go thus far. Gregoire Cortienne, a Swiss Federal Institute of Technology neuroscientist, said, quote, quote, we've captured the thoughts. we've captured the thoughts of Gert Jan and translated these thoughts into a stimulation of the spinal cord to reestablish voluntary movement. Researchers believe that as technology advances, this will eventually be able to help stroke patients and restore movement in all limbs. We've captured the thoughts of, hello, Thought Police. I can see the porn industry with this. Just get this implant in your genitalia, and then when you think, like... Talk about the debauchery, dude. Like, we captured your thoughts. This is the plot to every sci-fi film over the last 20 years. We've captured your thoughts. Ah, no thanks. People are literally going to start wearing tinfoil on their heads. And I literally will not blame them. Like, negative. (laughs) No, we've captured your thoughts. Now, I wanted to give you a little anecdotal story here. My dad, uh, back when he was still alive, obviously, because dead people can't do this, bought a brand-new pickup truck for his power construction business. And at the time, he was living in New Hampshire, and he had to pick it up in Ohio. And so he and another guy drove from New Hampshire in one truck, and they went and picked up this brand-new pickup truck, and they were driving back from Ohio to New Hampshire. And in the middle of the night, my dad, while he was driving, fell asleep at the wheel. And he crossed into oncoming traffic on the highway and uh, praise Yah, he wasn't wearing his seatbelt because he fell asleep and slumped over in the seat and hit the rear, hit the axles, the two axles on a semi trailer and hit so hard that he ripped the axles out from underneath the semi trailer. He woke up in the hospital as they were stitching his face back together. Uh, 280-something stitches in, just in his face. And then he was uh, they sedated him, put him back to sleep. And he was in a coma for a couple of weeks. And when he woke up, he had to piss really bad. And he tried to get out of bed, and he couldn't. He When he sat up, he got a shooting pain in his lower back, and he passed out again. Woke up two weeks later, had to piss again really bad. And this time for the nurse and the nurse came in and uh unbeknownst to him he had a catheter in and my dad by the way they had to cut that truck into 13 pieces to get him out of it my dad was paralyzed from the waist down now if you think i'm an intense workaholic go-getter you never met my dad i got all of it from him And they said, we're sorry, Mr. Morris, you're paralyzed from the waist down. We'll send a specialist in to talk to you. And if my dad was good at anything, it was being pissed. And he got pissed and he was laying in bed and he could see his toes sticking up from underneath the blanket at the end of the bed. And he decided that for a week, he was going to focus on being able to wiggle his big toe. And in a week, he was able to wiggle his big toe. Just by sitting there in sheer force of will, I am going to wiggle my big toe. And it took him a week he was able to wiggle his big toe. And over the course of the next week, he got to where he could wiggle all of his toes. And then over the course of the next week, he got to where he could just slightly bend his knees. And he sat in that hospital bed for a month and simply focused his entire being on being able to use his legs again. And then he got up, out of bed, walked to the bathroom, took his catheter out, took a piss like a man, walked to the closet where his clothes was, the clothes he was wearing when he got into the wreck, which were destroyed, put them on, walked to the bus station, bought a Greyhound bus ticket, and then rode home. Now, I'm not saying all people have that power of will, But he did, and he was paralyzed from the waist down. And until the day he died, he was still up and walking around doing stuff. That's a true story. So can you implant devices into people to regain function? Yes. Is there something inherently good about being able to restore that function for somebody? Yes, but it mimics what Messiah does. Right? Restoring vision to the blind, restoring walking to the lame, restoring speech to the mute. Messiah did that first. And I'm sure for some people, those Neuralink implants would be literally life changing. But for everybody else, I don't want your computer chip in my brain, please and thank you. And if, if, if we ever get to the point, Where you must do this thing sounds a lot like medical tyranny that we've experienced over the last few years. You will do this or else. F-A-F-O, homie. Find out. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I won't do it. Not interested. What's up across the table, Bob? No computer in my noggin. Amen, bro. In other news, minor detail, a debt ceiling deal has been reached. In principle, at least. Now, both political parties must give enough votes to move the deal through, despite their disagreements with various parts of it. Republicans and Democrats alike expect most to be supportive, but while most may be willing, there are still a few who will not be so easily persuaded by their party leaders. South Carolina's Ralph Norman tweeted, quote, this deal is insanity. Not going to vote to bankrupt our country. The American people deserve better. Now, this deal uh, will expand the federal government. So, both parties, the Republicans and the Democrats, are okay with, in concept, expanding the federal government and will expand our current level of debt, which is $31.4 trillion, to approximately $50 trillion by 2033. So, that's 10 years from now, we're going to add. 50% 50 percent more debt to what we already have right now. deficit spending. There have been some cuts and the Democrats will likely be talking about this deal saves us two trillion dollars. That's incorrect. This deal cut two trillion dollars from the spending that they proposed before the deal was uh, before the deal was cemented between Kevin McCarthy and Biden. But it didn't cut $2 trillion. Like, we didn't save $2 trillion. They just eliminated $2 trillion from proposed spending. So far, it appears that the deal would expand work requirements for some adults on food stamps. As I've said previously, 1 Timothy 5, verse 8, He who does not work has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. And again, do some people legitimately need SNAP benefits? Yeah. Yeah. But again, the government's not your daddy. If you know somebody who legitimately does, help them. We can't bitch about the federal government on the one hand and then abdicate the throne of responsibility for us and our neighbors and our community on the other hand. If you want the government to do less, you have to do more. It's as simple as that. So far it appears that the deal would expand work requirements for some adults on food stamps, but it would also expand exemptions for veterans and homeless people. By the way, you can just claim to be homeless, that doesn't have to be verified. So I can just be homeless now and get some benefits. And there would be no introduction of work requirements for Medicaid. New Hampshire's governor, Chris Sununu, called the tentative deal an air quote miracle, saying quote, I mean, release the doves, right? Release the doves, again. The enemy is a copycat. Is it John chapter three, when Yeshua is baptized by uh, Yochanan, John the Baptist, and the Spirit descends on him like a dove? The dove was always a symbol of the early church, and in, to this day, some dove, some churches still use the symbology of a dove with an olive branch in its mouth, which is what Noah Noach sees when finally the waters recede, right when the entire getting pressure washed by the father to remove all this corrupted flesh. How does no one know there's dry land? The dove returns with an olive branch in its mouth. But this asshole from, uh, you know, New Hampshire, I mean, release the doves, right? Dude, leave our symbology alone. The gay people got the rainbow, which is the promise of uh, from Yah to never wash the earth with water again, to destroy all flesh with water. Now, this asshole from um, New Hampshire... It's like, release the dub. Like, dude, can you just leave us alone? And then you got Neuralink over here. It's like, hey, we can restore sight to the blind. Cool story. A a dude from Nazareth did that 2,000 years ago. We can make lame people walk. Again, read the Gospels with me. But mute people can speak. Okay. Read the entire New Testament. Like, these are not surprises to people of faith. In fact, I consider them threats to people of faith. Now, clearly, I'm not a Luddite, though. I mean, I'm talking to you on the interwebs using a rectangle of death. But stop freaking copying us, please and thank you. I mean, release the doves, right? Washington is actually moving forward. Why didn't the Democrats make different changes when they had the chance to do it? Or why didn't Republicans make certain changes back in 17 and 18 when they had the chance? It's like Washington doesn't know how to react until they have to react. The fact that a tentative deal has actually been reached already is creating a huge surge of optimism. The deadline is next Monday, June 5th. So the debt crisis was and always has been a dog and pony show to get people all spun up. What happens if we default on our debt? Um, I even saw one person, one internet personality, talking about how the debt crisis... um, The debt ceiling being June 1st tied into the ATF pistol brace rule. So we're going to have economic crisis and civil unrest and government tyranny all at the same time. And it's going to be chaos. And it's like, no, they want you to think it's going to be chaos because fear is an excellent tool for control. If you're afraid of them or afraid of the implications of their actions, you're going to do more or less what they want you to do. Like again, Hegelian dialectic. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. Now, this bill, this debt deal, still remains to be approved by the House and the Senate, which allegedly they're going to be, air quote, working on in the next few days. So we'll see if it actually happens or not. Um, the whole thing, MCU Uper said, this country is falling apart. Yeah, yeah, it, they do that. They do that. My, my whole ethos for preparedness, by the way, is to be able to weather whatever storm is coming so that I can come out the other side of it and have some say as to what this thing looks like when we put it back together again. That's my entire point. Above and beyond perpetuating normalcy for the people that I love, it's to be able to endure so that when we come out the other side of it, I can maintain some autonomy, have the room to maneuver, have some say in how things are going to go. Um, If you're you're standing in the bread line when this whole thing falls apart whether you want it to matter or not your opinion will not matter to they whoever they are and then you take those circles within circles within circles my responsibility biblically at first is within my house my wife and my children and then out from there dare I say my neighbors love your neighbor as yourself Matthew twenty two thirty six, and then my community. What about the businesses and the ministries that we operate? What about the 23 families that are dependent upon what we do at Refuge? Right? What about all the people that we help with Grindstone Ministries? What about all the kiddos we rescue and restore with Caleb House? Right? Like, I have to be strong or all those things can fall apart that fast. And that is unacceptable to me. So, yes, this country is going to shit. What are we going to do about it? Because clearly trusting the Republicans and the Democrats to do something about it isn't going to work. They both have de facto, both parties have de facto said we are okay with growing the federal government. I don't know the last time we had a balanced budget here in this country. But see, the country is a debt slave to the bankers. And I've talked about this before, but I'll say it again. Your debt to you is a liability. To a bank, your debt is an asset. They play by literally a different set of rules than we do. So it's in their, the big they, it's in their best interest, whoever they may be, for us to be as in debt as possible. Because to them, that's more and more assets on their PL, their profit and loss statement. For us, it's more and more liability. Okay. It goes on the loss side, not the profit side of the PL. And Proverbs, Proverbs is it 22 six the rich rule over the poor the rich rule over the poor and a borrower is slave to the lender now what about this 50 trillion dollar debt that's going to have to get paid off sooner or later the government is kind of de facto wagering here that in 10 years the dollar will be worth more than it is right now i don't know about that honestly because if they're not smart enough and Make no mistake, I call them idiots all the time, but make no mistake, they have a brain. They're just singing to a different sheet of music than we are, okay? We're just not on the same page. Regardless of whether or not they say that they represent you, they don't. They represent their own personal interests first. Which is human nature, by the way, which is why the federal government should be as small as possible, because government is just a group of people. That's it, and I don't know if you've noticed how groups of people behave when mob mentality ensues, but it's not the most fiscally conservative. That's for sure. It's not conservative, period. But both of these, both of these uh, branches—not branches, factions of the government—the Democrats and the Republicans have said that they are okay, de facto okay, with growing the size of the federal government. In fact, the IRS that was supposed to be habits. Funding reduced from $80 billion down to $0 by Speaker McCarthy has had its budget reduced by a whopping $1 billion, which the IRS and the uh, executive branch have already said, yeah, that's a completely survivable budget cut, not a problem. We'll just rearrange a couple things, move them around. So that whole defund the IRS thing that the Republicans were going to do didn't happen. Imagine that didn't happen. Now, that is the brief for today. If you're on Patreon, you have the written brief and the links. If you're not on Patreon, you don't. I would like to say thank you to all the patrons who are the economic engine of the Bear Nation. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to talk about how to support the show, be feet, skedaddle, get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, we're going to talk about some value exchange. Okay. Okay, Bear. All right, good talk. Everything I'm about to talk about, the links are in the description down below. Hey, what's up, 12C? Shalom, Bear. It was a pleasure to meet you yesterday. Yes, it was. Likewise. Good guy right there. Beautiful family. Youngin. He's a it youngin. He's not a young youngin, but he's a youngin. Yeah. Makes me feel old sometimes. I'm not even that old. It's got a little gray in my beard. It's not 100% gray. You know, people, they got these beautiful families. They got these little kids. And I'm like, oh, I remember those days. Man. Anyway, shalom, brother. So links to everything in the description. On Patreon yesterday, uh, which we scheduled posts out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I did not intend for it to post yesterday because of Memorial Day. But it did, which is also why there wasn't a brief yesterday. But it did. So... Hopefully, everybody had a good, reflective, thankful Memorial Day, remembering all those men and women of the armed forces who have given their lives in order for us to experience the freedom that we experience today. And while this country is a shit show, it's still the least shitty show on the planet. And that is because of the sacrifice that so many men and women have made on our behalf. So hopefully, that was in the forefront of your mind yesterday. I saw somebody... Posted something on uh, Instagram, I believe it was, that said something to the effect of, "Are you living your life as a as an American in such a way that makes their sacrifice worth it?" And I gotta I gotta admit that hit me in the feels. And then being me, I uh, I took it to its next logical iteration. Are you as a believer in Messiah? living your life in such a way that makes his sacrifice worth it? Or are you just taking advantage of the fact that somebody paid a debt for you that you couldn't pay? And then that just kicked my ass with conviction. So I posit the question to you. How are you conducting your life? And are you conducting your life in such a way that it brings glory and honor to those that lay down their life for you? Both from a governmental Department of Defense standpoint, and more importantly, from an internal governance, redeemer of the world, the King of Kings standpoint. Are you an asset? Are you just a pimple on the ass of the king? You just along for the ride, infected, <laughs> literally a pain in the ass. All right, patreon.com. Yesterday, the plate carrier and chest rig philosophy of use video dropped, so if you're interested, check that out. Patreon is a preparedness consultancy. It costs you no more than $5 per month, no less than $5 per month. You can sign up at a higher tier if you like, and many people do, but it's 5 bucks a month. It is an investment at an incredibly affordable price, a price which, frankly, I'm getting ready to phase out the $5 tier. If you're already at the $5 tier, I will, uh, you'll be grandfathered in, but the amount of value that is exchanged on Patreon, five bucks a month, it's a steal. Kerry uh, Stenitz is worth every penny. Thank you. White Fox says, Patreon is the best been there for a couple of years. Um, so, Patreon is a preparedness consultancy. You ask the questions, I give you the answers. There will be a new Give Me Your Questions post going up today. So look out for that if you're on Patreon. Also on Patreon, you'll have to scroll back a little bit, is Whiskey with Bear. That is a live event in North Dallas where we will be raising money for Caleb House, which is our juvenile human trafficking restoration facility. If you'd like to, uh, you know, eat steak, drink beer, drink uh, whiskey – maybe uh smoke a cigar with bear in north texas in a fairly intimate environment check that out the link's up on patreon what's up patty sanchez shalom sister refuge medical um the promotion for the field medic kit has been extended through midnight wednesday and so what that means is if you buy any kit from refuge here's just two examples right here the sob and red with reflective and the BearFact 3.0 in Coyote Tan. I'll dive into these in a minute. You buy any kit from refugemedical.com. Um, you'll be entered into, you'll get two entries for a chance to win the field medic kit, which is a $1,000 hospital on your back. 100% made in America, guaranteed forever. So check that out, refugemedical.com. Uh, for those that know, great. For those that don't know, uh, this is the Bear fact. Okay, there are many like it, but this one is mine. This is generation three. Of uh, We started at one, 1.5, two, 2.5, and three. One of y'all asked on Patreon, hey, can you do a video explaining the different iterations of the barefac and why the changes were made and why it's laid out? I'll probably do that at some point. The way this works is it's made of durable nylon, ballistic nylon on the uh, outside here, on the outer pouch. Molly uh, Pals webbing compatible. You know, you'd mount this anywhere, headrest. Rucksack, uh, warp belt, plate carrier, throw it in your backpack, whatever. So you grab this tab here, you rip it open, you grab the red handle. See, there's an inner pouch there. Grab the red handle and you pull the inner out of the outer. Now, on the outer, I've got a set of shears right here seven and a quarter inch North American Rescue shears, and I've got a soft T tourniquet. Okay. Committee on TCCC recommended windlass tourniquet. Not some bullshit made in China, not Cotsie approved rubber band thing, a real tourniquet. Then I've got my inner pouch. I can open this inner pouch with one hand. And a lot of people have asked, why is that important? Because three of the 77 lives we've saved have been uh, people who are missing a limb. Pop it open and then prioritized per the March algorithm, which is the trauma medicine algorithm we use to provide care, we have massive bleeding, airway, respiratory, circulation, head injury, hypothermia, and then everything else. All right, so massive bleeding right here. i got a cat tourniquet, I got a set of gloves, I got a Sharpie, got some medical tape, and I've got a six inch North American Rescue uh, pressure bandage right here, ready to go. And this medical tape is held on with some Velcro right there, so I can pop it out if I need to, but it doesn't run away from you when you open the kit. So this is my massive bleeding. In the back, back here, we have, there's another pocket right there, see that? We have what we call the stack. And in the stack, I've got shears, got a nasal pharyngeal airway, AKA nose noodle, which can be used on conscious and unconscious patients. I've got two large uh, five by nine gauze pads here. The reason for this is oftentimes when you're applying a chest seal to somebody, there's a lot of blood and viscous fluid. And so I want to be able to open this up and wipe that away so that the chest seal can stick and it can get a good seal if I have to plug a hole in the pleural space. The other reason for big gauze where I can get at it immediately is if I need big gauze, I need it now. I need little gauze, I've got time. Big gauze, I need it now, which is why there's two by 9 gauze pads in the stack. There's also a burn tech dressing here, which is a common modality for injury, especially in motor vehicle accidents. So you've got a burn dressing here and then a pair, not one, but two hyphen chest seals. Uh, depending on availability, you'll get bowling chest seals, hyphen chest seals, halo chest seals. They're all um, they all conform to the committee on TCCC recommendations. Right, And the reason you have two is you have a left lung and a right lung, and with a penetrating wound, you typically have an in-hole and an out-hole. So a lot of first aid kits and trauma medicine kits will include one chest seal. And the argument will be, well, I can make another chest seal if I need it. Yeah, you can. I can also make a house if you give me an axe and a handsaw. Um, You know what's easier? Buying two by fours, something that's purpose-built for the job. So we have two chest seals in ours. And then down below, down here, you got your everything else category. I've got quick clot for wound packing right here. And then I've got uh, mylar blanket for hypothermia. I've got compressed gauze for wound packing. I've got a triangle bandage, which uh, this can be a sling. can be a do-rag. It can be a head covering. It can be an eye wrap. It can be a pre-filtration material for water. You can use this to make char cloth with it. it whatever you want. Triangle bandage. Roll acurlics, rolled gauze, iPad, an eye shield, not like what you let your toddlers play on, but like a piece of gauze that goes over your eyeball, an eye shield, two by twos, four by fours, five by nines, and fold flat duct tape right here, because duct tape sticks to everything, including blood, sweat, and tears. That is the Barefact 3.0. It is one of 20 different kits that we offer. Uh, but it works on everything. So I recommend you check that out refuge medical.com they come in all the cool guy colors plus uh about my favorite color pattern honestly is this red with reflective and because it stands out especially in low viz. if you hit this with a light it lights up just like a street sign or safety vest does so the red with reflective super good uh this is the sob same concept mounts to a war belt plate carrier whatever a headrest tourniquet on the bottom right here Pop this open, pull the red handle, and then your first aid kit comes out of it. All right. Okay, bear. Uh, all of our stuff is HSA and FSA eligible all the time. So if you've got a health savings account or a flexible spending account, you can use that uh, at refugemedical.com. And we make all our stuff, every stitch, every thread, every grommet made here in the United States of America by Americans. People that have, like, social security numbers and pay taxes and... Are like real human beings. So, no chips in the brain, not yet, ever. Uh, actually, that's going to preclude you from employment at Refuge Medical. Oh, you're a cyborg? Nope, we don't feel like having an active shooter at the office. Sorry, bro, you're going to have to go work somewhere else. So, um You know, it's a, it's funny you say that because like we talk about being people of deep faith here on this channel. I don't know if everybody realizes that that's like, those are the people who staff Refuge Medical. Literally, our mission statement is hanging up right here, right here, to save lives while in service to the Father's kingdom and experiencing the abundance of his provision and blessing. The primary goal is to save lives while in service to the Father's kingdom. I want you guys and girls to be as equipped and empowered as possible to deal with whatever might come. And uh, freaking world's getting a little crazy out there, but the other thing is most people just take for granted how common it is to have a serious injury doing common everyday tasks like driving. Um, a lot of our saves have been motor vehicle accidents (MVAs). So, if you're not a cool guy or a cool go- cool girl wearing a plate carrier in a hot zone, you still need a first aid kit. Refuge training, there are a handful of classes left in Idaho. If you're an Idahoan, if you're one of them tater tater people, um, it's time to go to refugetraining.com and get the last of the slots that are left in Idaho. We are um, keeping the training division home much more often than we have been lately because it's just not sustainable to send people you love across the country half the year. And uh, we experience a high rate of burnout, Um, the uh, fulfillment from the job starts to dwindle, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, the last publicly available class on the road that we have in the store currently is Idaho. So if you're anywhere near Idaho or you just feel like being in Idaho, um, there's a class there for you at RefugeTraining.com. Last but certainly not least, GrindstoneMinistries.com. You can visit GrindstoneMinistries.com. Sign up for the email blast. The next time there's a tornado or a hurricane, if you want to deploy with us, you'll get notified via email when we uh, step out and go do the things. And also, there's an online giving uh, button there. If you feel convicted to help support Caleb House, which is our juvenile restoration uh, facility for kids who have been trafficked, uh, a.k.a. What we do is we put children back together who have been serially raped by assholes. We put those children back together so that we can break generational curses and forsake not the widow and the orphan. And then we make sure that bad things happen to bad people. Um, Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. We make sure the bad things happen to bad people. So if you're in support of that and you're looking for a ministry that actually does things. We already have two dozen kids in our care already already so most of 90 percent of the money that's spent on anti-human trafficking is spent to bring awareness instagram posts and and twitter feed comments and you know blah 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 all right i think at this point most of us are aware that there's a problem what are we gonna do about it and so caleb house does something about it You can uh, find the link for online giving in the description down below. Just go to grindstoneministries.com. You can also buy the Caleb house t-shirts, long sleeves and hoodies. Our brother sauce facts, not feeling shirt (coughs) and our brother Rex's t-shirt, the proceeds from which all of those things go to support the building of Caleb house. And uh, those are all supplied by sanctified supply co, our brothers and sisters over there. And that is the brief for today. And, um, I'm supposed to pray with y'all, so I'm gonna. So let's talk to the Father. Good morning, Father Yah. Um, Father, thank you that we live in a place where we can still worship you freely, that we can humble ourselves and come before your throne and just thank you for all these awesome blessings that we have. Father, thank you for everybody who has given their life and service to this country. And not just those who have died, Father, but those who have spent a lifetime standing on the wall trying to keep the enemy at bay. Father, thank you for those men and women and their sacrifice. Father, thank you for the sacrifice of Yeshua that you would see fit to kill yourself for us that we might come home again, that we might be covered in your blood so we can be part of the family again. Thank you for giving us the model to walk after for becoming flesh that you might be our kinsman redeemer and for becoming flesh that you might intimately know us and that we might intimately know you. Father, thank you for using us as your hands and feet to the best of our broken ability to do the things that put a smile on your face. Thank you for the myriad opportunities that we're presented with every day to be obedient and therefore be blessed. Father, everybody who's out there within the sound of my voice, who's going through something right now, I pray that you just strengthen them, that you would heal them. And Father, be there anything within the sound of my voice that's not of you, I rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and command it to flee. Please fill us up with your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit for wisdom and for discernment for strength and authority in the name of yeshua for peace that surpasses all understanding father please continue to love us even as we're just dumb little kids running around not knowing what to do or worrying over stupid things forgetting just how awesome you are that you made the heavens and the earth and everything in them for forgetting that you have power and authority over all things and that all things work together for your glory, forgive us for that. Father, give us a new heart today and a new mind and bless us as we do our best to do the things that put a smile on your face and ask these things in Yeshua's name. Oh, man all right praise y'all that is the show for today I pray y'all have a good one and uh I'll see you tomorrow Шалом.